Welcome everyone. Welcome Sam to this Thank week's you. live Chusel chat. Um, just so some context for everyone. Um, these are our live Chusel chats. We kicked those off um, close to three months ago um, when we started quarantining. Um, they're just a 20 minute conversation um, to just provide you a quick update on some tactics and strategies that you can use for your digital advertising campaigns. As marketers ourselves, um, we definitely know how quickly the environment is changing. So we just want to give you um, some tips uh, that you can use. And this week I'm talking with Sam from our account management team. You know, so welcome, Sam. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, today's marketers definitely have a hefty toolbox of different strategies and tactics that they can use. Um, and, you know, it's everything from different channels, such as display advertising, to search, to paid social and email. Um, but we're seeing a lot more of those tactics kind of intertwine um, and kind of the best of both worlds kind of coming together which kind of brings us to our topic at hand today, which is search retargeting. Um, we're gonna dig into kind of how search retargeting kind of brings together, I guess the best of paid search with kind of the reach of display advertising. Um, and Sam is gonna give me the lowdown on search retargeting, so excited. So before we dig in, Sam, do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of what you do here at Chusel? Yeah, of course. So my name is Sam Kang. Um, nice to meet everyone virtually. Um, I'm a strategic account manager here at Chusel. I've been working here for a little over two years. And um, crazy story, I went to see Boulder in Colorado. Um, never left because it's beautiful. Go bus. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And um, yeah, I've been in the digital advertising, advertising technology, or formerly also known as programmatic advertising space for the last um, four years. So I've, I've worked with um, directly with publishers on the supply side, along with now I'm working directly with agencies and brands on the demand side as well. Cool. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Uh, so to start, do you want to just provide us the basic definition of like what is search retargeting? Yeah, um, search retargeting is something that I've been dealing with a little more and more recently. And at a high level, it's a great way for any agencies or brands to really expand their SEO and SEM efforts to programmatic advertising. One of the things that, that I hear a lot from my clients is that they're using a lot of different channels in terms of digital advertising channels that they're using. And they really want to see if there's any way to bridge the gap between multiple channels and see if they can really take leverage with the resources they have already in across the channels. So you can either, um, with search retargeting, you can either use an existing keyword list straight from your SEO or um, you can come up with a um, new list um, with the help of myself, account managers here at Chusel or our client engagement team um, and come up and retarget anyone that's searched for those keywords within a um, specific um, list of search engines out there. Cool. So, you know, I think we can sometimes compare <laughs> these things together to, there's kind of two different kind of types of retargeting. So there's like site retargeting, and then we're talking specifically about search retargeting. 
um, and they're not like one and the same. So kind of what is the core difference between these two forms of retargeting? Sure, yeah. I would say there are two main differences between site retargeting, which is the traditional first-party audience that many people are used to. Basically, anyone that's been to your website, let's say chuzo.com, um, we can retarget those people since they've already shown interest to your brand. Um, whereas search retargeting isn't um, technically considered the first-party audience. So the first main difference is what kind of, what kind of data are we using? Site retargeting um, really leverages the first party audience, which is owned by you. So there's a smaller cost. Um, whereas the search retargeting is more of a third party audience. Um, it's, it's a custom audience that is generated by a player in the field. And it takes into account people's um, interest, um, pixels, and their interactions, online, online interactions to gather that audience. So that's the main difference. And the second part of that it comes with the audience's intent. Um, the, for the site retargeting audience, they've already shown interest and have made it to your brand already. So in that case, I, they are the lowest funnel people, audience, and they, they have a high intent of purchasing or learning more about your brand. Whereas search retargeting is a little higher in terms of where they stand in the overall funnel, since they're still in the prospect, a process of prospecting for your brand and searching for related words around your brand. Um, so it, it really comes down to the, what kind of data are they and what kind of intent does the audience have and where do they fit in with your marketing strategy? Awesome. Um, so I guess like the next question, we have this idea of search retargeting and you're like, this is awesome. How can I use it within my Chisel campaigns? Um, so how does it work in Chisel and kind of what, how do you go about, you know, creating these audiences? Yeah, the overall process is super simple. Um, we're always going to start with looking at um, creating either creating or exporting or importing your um, list of 40, I say 40 to 50 keywords. That's going to give us the most um, scale and kind of broadens your overall search. That way you're really um, adding as many people into your audience segment as possible. So this can be performed either by um, hopping on a call and talking through what kind of um, KPI or goal you're trying to achieve with your brand, along with um, are you running SEO or SEM on the side? Can we just look at the top 30 to 40 performing keywords? That way it's easiest to import those in. And, you know, we're, we're going to guarantee that we're going to have a decent performance since they those words specifically pertain to your brand. Um, from there on, it, we, we really work closely with a partner called CrossPixel, which we can go about in detail right after this but they help us curate a custom audience within 48 business hours. Now, the once the audience is complete, that's where I kind of come into play. I'm gonna help you import that audience straight into your account in Chuzel. And within 48 hours, you'll be able to um, serve impressions against these audience of people that have searched for these key terms within Yahoo or Bing search engine. Cool. So I guess generally speaking, CrossPixel creates a custom audience I think that's like the main difference um, that it's a, I guess where it is in search, you're just like targeting the keywords specifically. This is kind of on, you know, the display side where we're leveraging this technology. CrossPixel actually creates a custom audience, right? Yeah, so CrossPixel works closely with us, takes the list, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Um, and it uses anything from referring URL technology um, to gather information about these audiences that have searched for these keywords within Yahoo or Bing. Um, yeah, they use things like the body of the content, also the title, um, meta tag, select, you know, there are many things that outside of just the keyword itself that um, Crosspixel looks into. So it does, it does look at the holistic view of um, the end user that you're targeting. And just to answer um, Jeff's question, um, search retargeting can be seen across websites, in-app, and social streams. Um, or social, yeah, it really just comes down to who is the audience and wherever they are, we can still target them as long as that end location is not quote unquote a walled garden, such as um, YouTube, um, things owned specifically by Google and things like that. Yeah, and you know, to expand on, we had a question from one of the attendees on, um, you know, Crosspixel works with just um, Bing and Yahoo and, you know, like specific website um, search functions if they're leveraging some of those like open source technologies. Um, but it doesn't include Google, which is a, a bummer, but um, we have to remember that Google is definitely a walled garden and they don't share their kind of like search intent data with basically anyone really outside of their Google um, kind of sources. So we're just limited to Yahoo and Bing with um, Crosspixel, which can give you pretty good scale based on, you know, the type of audience that you're targeting um, and kind of your search strategy as well. Cool. I guess going into my next question, um, I always like learning more about uh, kind of the use cases of, you know, how our customers are actually using this strategy. Um, so do you have any kind of wins that you can share on how customers have used this in their campaigns? Yeah, of course. Um, so for the past, I would say three months to four months, I've been getting a lot more requests for, um, you know, tactics such as search retargeting. I feel like, you know, since the start of COVID, there's been, there's just been a lot more people indoors kind of buying things online nowadays, um, really not trying to get outside as much. So um, since, since March, we've, we've had a lot of high requests. Um, and one of the biggest wins that I personally remember is I'm working with a list of pet stores. And ever since COVID started, you know, we started creating um, keyword list around pet stores near me, um, really putting ourselves in the perspective of the end user of how would, how would I just, I actually have a six month puppy now. So I started thinking about it. We love Enzo. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, what kind of words do I search to, to get the results that I need? And that, that really comes down to pet stores near me, um, you know, online pet orders. So really putting yourself in the perspective of the end user and so we added search retargeting to this campaign, let it run for about a month and a half. Um, it's still running at the moment, but we believe that really helped bridge the gap between the top of the funnel play that we were already doing, which things like third-party data targeting, along with general site retargeting at the bottom of the funnel. But we didn't really have anything in the middle to bridge the gap between the two. So by adding search retargeting, we've saw a huge increase in overall conversion rates and their uh, return on ad spend came out to a little over 300%. So I would say um, overall, we were tracking the um, number of purchases that were being made along with the total monetary value. And that just really blew me away. 
So I think there are multiple things at play. You know, obviously people are buying more things online nowadays. So that probably helped drive those conversions. But we saw um, even more significant uplifts ever since we added search retargeting into the mix. Yeah, I definitely see, you know, huge value in kind of those consumer focused, you know, mm-hmm. shopping intent ones um, can really drive those results if we have, you know, tactics that fit everything in the funnel. So, right. And you awesome. can go as far as, um, you know, maybe adding in a keyword against your competitors. So if you, if you just want to type in pet food and, you know, your, the name of your competitors at the end, we can, we're also tapping into directly against your competitors as well. So you can get pretty creative with search retargeting. Yeah, that's great. Well, I guess to wrap up with my final question, do you have any final thoughts on search retargeting? You know, be creative and really um, stay focused on your overall goal of your campaign, whether it's um, prospecting or driving conversions. Um, that's how you're going to curate your custom list of words, whether it's a really broad list of words versus a very niche group. So be creative and don't, don't hesitate to reach out to, you know, our team. If you, if you are ever stuck creating a list of words around, let's say something pretty unique, I know, um, it can get a little tough, so we're here to help you. And, um, yeah, we've seen great performance throughout across the board. So definitely something, um, I would highly consider into the mix. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sam. This was a great chat. Learned a lot. Thanks, Megan. Um, Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And thank you everyone for attending. Um, Our live Chisel chats are off next week, um, but we'll, you can tune back in on July 21st um, and we'll chat with a member of the client experience team about bidding best practices. Um, We have also launched our live Chisel chats as a podcast. Um, so if you've missed any of our previous episodes um, or sessions, feel free to find um, our podcasts on Apple or Spotify podcasts or anywhere where you stream your podcasts. So thank you so much and everyone have a great rest of your Tuesday. Have Bye everyone.